Welcome, everybody, to the PCC Institute for Health Professionals podcast. My name is Pete Wright, and I am here with Alicia Dickinson. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, Alicia, you are an instructor with uh, the Institute for Health Professionals, and you teach uh, a class called uh, Pick, Care, and Maintenance. Uh, in addition to your work as a as, as a professional educator in vascular access, am I am, do I have that right? That's correct. It, yes. It sounds like you're everywhere doing this stuff, and I'm I'm really excited to hear what this is all about. Even though I have a paralyzing fear of needles, I I feel like you're going to walk me through it. <laughs> I'm going to poke you at the end. Yeah. Too. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell tell us first uh, what is uh, what is the pick and and what is the role of the pick in the in the uh, the sort of uh, bedside care. Process. So um, a PIC stands for peripherally inserted central catheter. And basically what that means is it's an IV that we place typically in your arm that goes, it's a longer IV, it goes into one of the larger vessels in your chest. And that is, um, one of the benefits of that is you can keep it in longer. So people go home with these catheters and can keep them in for months at a time um, and still get their medicines that they need, but then they can actually be in their in the home care setting. So it allows them to to discharge and be be out and about. And and that's that's for for patients who need a, a more regular a, a yeah. doses of medication. I, I assume it's preventing that sort of trauma of continuing to um, you know place a, a smaller catheter. Exactly. When when we place picks, that hopefully is the last line that the patient needs for the therapy that they're getting. So maybe it's antibiotics or maybe a weekly medication for a different reason, but it allows them to just have that one line until they're finished with their therapy and then they can have it taken out, not not be poked multiple times, basically. Okay. It helps save their veins also. Save the veins. That mm-hmm. sounds like we need a poster, <laughs> exactly. at least a bumper sticker. How <laughs> yeah. do, you know, it's it's such an interesting specialty. How did you get into uh, in, into this area in terms of, uh, of your, you know, your teaching and exploration of, of PIC access and this vascular access? I actually was originally working um, on an, or a floor, a nursing floor at a hospital that had combination of orthopedic patients and oncology patients. And it was before we had a real specialty in vascular access. And so we would just get random patients that kind of needed extra IV therapy that didn't have a place to go. And so on my floor. And so it, I just got really intrigued by it. And so that was as the specialty was really developing. That was about 11 years ago. And so it was just getting more and more well known. And I just as I started delving into it, got very excited. So and it's really grown into a, a true specialized area of nursing where we're at this point, we're completely evidence based, we have new standards that we're using. And it's very exciting. So we we know a lot more now of what we do to pa- patients vessels. And so we're able to assist with that and prevent damage. Well, I, you know, I think that's a, that's a fascinating angle. And I wonder if you could share some thoughts on how you approach, uh, the, the whole pick placement and care, both from a nursing perspective, and then in particular, from a patient perspective, what is the, what, what do you work with nurses on helping to condition patients to expect? Is that something you deal with in the class, for example? Yeah. And just like you had said earlier, you know, most, you don't like needles, nobody likes needles, so they don't like to be poked anyways. And so knowing it's going to happen if you have someone that's skilled and confident and really knows all of the ins and outs, meaning helps the patient feel comfortable, giving them the most education that they need, but not too much to make them nervous prior to the placement and kind of putting them at ease. That's a big focus of what I do and what I teach 
the nurses in my class to do or at the bedside, wherever I'm at, really making sure they have everything they need to to have the placement go smoothly. And honestly, the bulk of it is your assessment skills, not, you know, the, the task itself is important, but knowing what you're looking for, how to assess the patient, whether that be true lab values or what does the patient need? Do they need more information from me? Things like that. So, and really having an idea of what the specialty involves so that you can give the patient everything they need to, to feel comfortable. It, it sounds like as, as we, you know, talk about regularly on this show, it sounds like so much of the skill involved is, uh, you know, insofar as it's a, a practical skill, uh, it, it is very, very much a social skill and a, and a, a relational skill. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I mean, that's any area of nursing, but definitely yeah. related to IV access. Um, nobody wants to be poked. And that's what most people remember when they leave the hospital, no matter what horrible surgery they had, they remember they got poked multiple times. So the more that we can do to lessen that, I think the better off we are for patient care and patient satisfaction for sure. So who is this class geared for? Are we talking about specifically floor nurses or kind of what is the what, what's the scope of our of your audience? So this class is geared for the floor nurse that may come into contact with a central line at any time in the care that they're giving to their patient, not a specific specialty nurse. So even if you are giving a medication through any type of central line, not just PICS, this class will also give you the tools that you need to access and care for any type of central line. So it is more general. We do go into specific concepts of vascular access, but you do not need to be in that specialty to be um, getting gaining benefit from this class. Can you can you give me a high level sort of bullet point overview of the types of things you cover in this class for those who are interested? Sure. So um, what we go through is basic care and maintenance of PICs and central lines, and that includes flushing the catheter, um, doing blood draws, doing dressing changes, any type of troubleshooting that you might run into and reasons that you need to know those pieces. Um, everything we talk about also in this class is based on current standards and guidelines with a very strict focus on evidence-based care. It is combined um, lecture and hands-on, so there is time to actually touch different types of um, central line cath central catheters and access them and do dressing changes simulated. Simulated. That seems yeah. like an important word. Yeah. <laughs> we will not be you're not doing, each other. You're not doing this on each other, right? <laughs> Not this there, time. <laughs> there are there are limits. There, there are limits. yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, okay. So we, you you've talked a lot about the uh, or you mentioned a couple of times uh, that this is an evidence based class that you're you know the discipline is growing. What is the overall benefit to taking this course? Is there a, is there any sort of certification path or or uh, is this uh, are, are we simply talking about beefing up your core skills? Yeah, primarily it gives you just a best, better understanding of what the different types of um, central lines there are out there, knowing so when you're in that clinical setting, what do, knowing what I have, how do I care for it, how do I maintain it, what are my, you know... Um, risks and benefits that I have for having this catheter and how do I maintain it, basically. It's definitely geared to increase your comfort level in caring for these lines because it can be you know, it's it's a nerve wracking thing if you're not familiar with it, not comfortable with this process. So helping comfort level. It's also a time to network with other professionals that maybe are interested in getting more into vascular access or just other nurses and other hospitals that you might see what they do for care, different things like that. Um, we do focus a lot, like I said, on current standards and guidelines. So in that, I also talk about um, organizations that you can become involved with locally and nationally related to vascular access. One of them locally is um, Infusion Nurse Society. I'm a 
the presidential advisor for that. So we go into that a lot and it just helps network with other nurses and and kind of see what the care is going on community based. Well, I was uh, that was my next question. Where can we find some other uh, resources about the community? I'll go ahead and add that Infusion Nurse Society, uh, Nurses Society, into our show notes here. If you find if you think that's a good resource, I do actually. And and like I said, we do talk a lot about that. Um, they do have a national organization, and then our chapter locally is very active. We have monthly educational meetings um, at different venues with the dinner involved, and then we have a two day conference that's two full days of lecture, and it's just. Great, great information. But then the networking piece is really invaluable. What other classes do you teach in uh, in and around uh, vascular access? I actually teach a two day pick insertion class, um, which also has an ultrasound component added to that. So that's two full days of um, I break it up about half and half of um, didactic and hands on. So we do have an opportunity to do a simulated pick insertion, including um, the ultrasound component that we use as well. Okay, so you've got a pair of classes here at, at the Institute for Health Professionals that you teach around pick care and maintenance and insertion, and it sounds like you are kept very busy. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a very good thing. Well, Definitely. Alicia Dickinson, thank you so much for for uh, uh, for joining us here on the show today. We Thanks certainly appreciate having. your time and expertise. And thank you, everybody, for listening to us. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PCC Health Professionals, which has become a terrific resource for health and healthcare news thanks to the contributions of the IHP team every single day. If you're listening to the show on Facebook, make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to us for free to ensure you get each and every episode of health professional goodness just like this episode with alicia uh, delivered to your computer or mobile as we post each tuesday on behalf of alicia dickinson i'm pete wright and we'll catch you next week on the pcc institute for health professionals podcast 